0: Hey guys, this episode does contain a discussion of sensitive topics. Please check the trigger
1: warnings in the episode description before you proceed. Hi, welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything all right at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. I was really down the down the pit of this drama in I just the thick love, of it. There's so much drama with this show. I know, I know, a kids I know. I know. I know. And these people make so much money. The wiggles oh from God. all the touring and yeah. like these people make so much money. It's insane. Anyway. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to our show. Welcome back to our show, a podcast of the Wiggles in Australian accents.
0: <laughs> this is
1: our show now. If you came here for books, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're just gonna be talking about the Wiggles for the rest of the night. For the um, rest of the night. There's no, so much
0: drama. Apparently. We are gonna
1: talk about books and we mentioned this briefly in an episode that we recorded recently where we were like, um, listen,
0: Girl, girl,
1: reading a lot of books is hard. And the pr- and the problem with having a book recommendations podcast is that you have to have read books that you liked yeah. and you want to recommend. And not all the books you read are going to be worth recommending.
0: They're not all going to be diamonds. They're not all
1: going to be diamonds in the rough. Um,
0: They're just going to be rough.
1: Some of them are just going to be rough. <laughs> and we would like to talk about some of... Our misses recently, yeah. Um, a few, a few books that we tried, possibly DNF'd, possibly finished, and um, regret. Some, yeah, some. I, I would like to talk about how some people making those TikTok aesthetic videos. So they're lying. Are liars. <laughs> they are liars. Are liars. You don't like this book. <laughs> you picked the one good scene. You picked one cute little spot in that book, and made me go, ooh, I'll pick up, I'll pick, I'll pick this up. And then, and then, like, I was, okay, so I was Snapchatting Maggie about this book that I was reading the last couple days. It's a dark mafia romance. Mm -hmm. It was a TikTok aesthetic video that, that was like, that was like, your periods are really bad, and you run in, you run into the bathroom of your room in the house of the mafia boss that stole you, and, um, you are, like, in front of the toilet and you're, like, on the floor and you're, like, puking. And then he starts pounding on the door and he's, like, he's, like, Snow, let me in. And she's, like, no, leave me alone. I'm sick. And her he's, name's Snow. Her name's Snow. That's great. Um, And her brother's name is Rain. And her sister's name is... <laughs> they all have, like, weather-themed names. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all, all her siblings. Um, And... Yeah and and then he like busts open the door and he's like let me help you like I can't help you unless you tell me what's wrong and then he's like really nice to her about it. And, like, okay. Helps her take he's a like, shower and over- like cleans the blood caring. off the floor. Okay. Yeah. Caring. Protective. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Uh, what they don't tell you in the aesthetic video is that this man has been stalking Snow for 10 years. 10 years. 10 years she's a mafia princess of a different mafia family that he was Mm-mm. set to inherit a different one and his family got assassinated which is good because he wanted to get rid of them they were bad news they were really bad people okay and um he was like i'm glad y'all did it because otherwise i would have had to do it myself and this is just easier okay and but he couldn't go after her officially until they were out of the picture because it would have been she would have been in danger. Yeah. So he stalks her heavily for ten years, and then he's like, "Now all is according to going to my plan."
0: You and- <laughs> <laughs> say that again. <laughs> Let's <rewind> now. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> and she's rubbing her little hands together. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going according to plan, and then and then she she's like rebellious, right? And her and her brothers are like, "You need a security detail all the time because it's not safe in the city." They live in Chicago. Okay, and and she's like, "Yeah, but those guys are stiffs." So I'm gonna <laughs> run away and go get a drink at a bar and seduce the bartender and go home with them. Okay, um, but it's all a setup because he knows that he she does this because he stalks her heavily, um. Picks her up from the bar. Well, not picks her up in the bar. She's about to go home with the bartender, but the bartender was a plant. Anyway, this all happens. He like gets her. He's like, "Hey, snowflake," and she's like, "Uh, freaking out. Why does he know my name?" He drugs her. Syringe in the throat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Drugs her so she passes out. (laughs) Uh, Passes out. Um, he picks her up, takes her home, and he's like, "I'm not gonna change her clothes because I need her to." trust me and i feel like she would think that was an invasion of her privacy so i'm just gonna plop her here on the bed and tuck her into this bed that is a perfect replica of the one at home including the brand of the sheets that she wears and um the carpet and all of the knickknacks and all of her toiletries and all her favorite makeup and literally everything exactly Uh, like her bedroom at home Because it'll be an easier transition. (laughs) She'll feel... It'll be familiar. Okay. And and she won't notice the cameras I have in her room. Good God. Anyway, so... (laughs) then this happens there's a whole back and forth he's like listen I don't want to hurt your family but you got to understand that like this is it now like you're not getting away like you're here with me now because I said you're mine and you've been mine for a long time you just didn't know and um anyway so it's all that and all that I could forgive (laughs)
0: All of that I could forgive. All
1: of that I could forgive. In a dark romance, you know you're getting into a dark romance. And you know there's going to be questionable things that happen. We talked about this last. Yeah. And then they um, go to a dinner at a restaurant with her family. He's like, see how nice I am. We'll see your family. I'm not trying to cut you off from your family. And um, she's like, great. And so they go to this restaurant and then her sister announces that they're get that she's getting married and she's pregnant and she starts to have a panic attack about being like separated from her family when like all this cool stuff is going on and like not being able to be involved so she like goes to the bathroom and then he follows her to the bathroom he comforts her and like gets her calm down from like this panic attack she's having and then he head back to the table and then she comes back from the bathroom and someone pulls a gun on her <gasps> and um tries to shoot her he knocks her over to get her out of the way there's a whole altercation he takes okay. her home he makes he makes a doctor check on her and it's a whole thing he's like you're sleeping in my bed from now on because i can't bear to have you on my sight because i love okay. you so much and i and i don't and then she's like <laughs> fine but she's like no and then he's like yes and she's like fine but we're only sleeping and he's like we're only sleeping i don't know about that <laughs> and she's like you said that you wouldn't touch me until I begged for it. And he's like, well, here's the thing you have to remember is that I actually will do whatever I want. And I have the power in this situation. You don't. And she's like, "Mm, I don't like that. And he's like, get on your knees. And proceeds to essentially rape her because she says no. She says you don't have to do this. She does not want to do this. Um, But he does make her. And then a whole whole bunch of other traumatic shit happens the next couple of days. Um, She, he makes her kill someone. She pulls a gun on him. It's a whole thing. Uh, And then she thinks she's in trouble. She's sure he's going to kill her. And he's like, listen, this is what's going to happen. He, I'm going to fuck you with this gun and you're going to come on this gun. What? (laughs) Jesus (laughs) christ <laughs> jesus christ what happened hello how are you <laughs> no i'm gonna fuck you with this gun and you're gonna come on this gun Ooh. and she hears what she thinks is him like replacing the magazine but really he's taking it out so it's never a loaded gun while this is happening but she thinks it is and she's thinking like That's- it's gonna be something fucked up like he's gonna like have me come and then shoot me while I'm coming, Good or something. Why? And and he's like, no, this is a claiming. And then they go back to the bedroom and it becomes consensual once it's P and V. But then, the, and this is where I was like. Mm. That's it for me, dog, Um, is when she was like, you can't come inside me. And he was like, I actually can do whatever I want. And no, no, um, no. Comes inside her against her will.
0: (gasps) No, no, no. That.
1: No. That is where I draw the line on this power exchange, my dude. See, this is not this is not a power exchange. This is abusive. See, mm, and you know, not even like.
0: Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Whenever you are kidnapped, yeah, <laughs> as one is, as
1: one does,
0: you have to have these like boundaries. When you're going to write a romance like this, I, with all of my experience, mm-hmm. um, the thing is, you've got to have like there's a fine line. Yeah. Like, there are absolutely hot scenes where it's like, he kidnapped me kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. Um. There's absolutely hot scenes. There's hot scenes where you're kind of getting manhandled mm-hmm. and y'all are grappling mm-hmm. and you're wrestling mm-hmm. or what have you. Hate fucking. Whatever it may yeah. be. But there needs to be a level of understanding. And I feel like no means no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I agree and like the thing is the author established like at the beginning he was like I'm not gonna do that to you until you beg me for it mm-hmm. that is like that should a be set up like she set up that he's gonna wear her down to the point that she is begging for him that to fuck should her. be a promise that, <laughs> Should have A, should have been a promise, and B would have been so much more satisfying so much when better. we finally got to the fucking because when there was all of that build up, all of that sexual tension, all of that build up to get her to the point where he's like, No, I'm not gonna touch you unless you literally beg for it. And God, how
0: high and like brought her to that be? like brought
1: her to that edge, yeah, and then been like, I'm not, I'm not, unless you beg. Would have been so much hotter. And instead but instead got he, this bullshit. But instead he was like, actually I changed my mind. I'm a loose cannon. And I'm just gonna fuck your mouth even though he said no. And, <laughs> um, and... Yeah, I don't like that.
0: No. <laughs> that,
1: that flavor of non-consent is where I draw the line in the sand on Dark Romance. That's what I learned about myself today. It's it's um, funny
0: because, like, we sit there and we're like, kidnapping, fine. Handcuffs, got, fine. Like, like, you
1: know what you're getting into with a Dark Romance. Like, you know it's going to be dark. You know he's going to be Bad, Like, yeah. if I know that ahead of time, like, there's a lot that I can... Switch. There's
0: going to be a little bit of me being in danger.
1: Yeah, I can brush a little Excuse bit of me. that. Excuse me, the
0: heroin being in danger. Yeah, not me. <laughs> not me putting myself I in can that can
1: brush some of that under the rug. Yeah. A lot of that, knowing that that's what it's going to be. Yeah. But...
0: But when you when it's literally it's a romance yeah, literally we are like, here for the spice yeah. and when the spice is like that it's and there's not- like so
1: much back and forth of him being like I love you I understand you and like comforting her and yeah. then like doing shit like that so it's like very like whiplash back and forth and it's like mm. you say you care about her you act like you care about her in a lot of situations but then like if you really cared about her would you be doing that? Yeah. Like you say that you don't like it when women struggle and that you don't want to like rape someone. Um and but then you do. Yeah. Essentially. And um I don't know, I just feel like that's the line for me. No. Um Yeah.
0: That is it's when you have these dark romances, that that's that's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. I don't like, for example, when I just I just finished hooked mm-hmm. and there was We talked about it. Hook's not a good guy. Okay. He is a bad person. He's Mm -hmm. a bad man. He manhandles Wendy. He handcuffs her. He, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's even moments where they're like their spice when they are um when he's when she's like his prisoner. And it still is consensual yeah
1: and the the thing that I think bothered me about it is that there was such a clear path for that could have been consensual even on that night because she previously prior to this instance was like starting to change her opinion about him based off the fact that he risked his life to save hers in the restaurant yeah so like that cognition in her head was already altering like he took different courses of action to sort of build the tension mm. and stuff like that. Like something could have happened that night consensually, but instead we did, we did this and decided to just throw yeah. out the window. The thing that you said from the beginning that I was looking forward to, I was looking forward to the begging. Yeah. And there was no build up to the begging. No. Um, Anyway, if you see an aesthetic TikTok video about the book *Fall of Snow*, a dark mafia romance by Montana Fire, that is this book that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um Obviously, whenever you see a romance book on TikTok, check the trigger warnings before you go. Yeah. I'm sure, non-consent is listed in the trigger warnings for this book. Mm. Boy. Yeah. Like I like I had discovered that like a
0: cheating trope is fully not my taste. Yeah. No. No. And I should I should check that before I read that one book. For- I agree. For that Christmas episode we did. But anyway. Well, I'll talk about a yeah. book that I, I finished this one. Yeah. But it was like, and I almost was going to recommend it.
1: hmm almost. almost.
0: Because, and it wasn't because it was honestly that good. Mm-hmm. It was just like fine. Yeah. And I, but I was like, I, I feel like I just need to have something on my list, you yeah. know? And I just kept going back and forth. And it was honestly when we were doing the one star reviews. I think I told you this where I was reading the one star reviews of this book. And I was like, yeah, they kind of have a point. Yeah. Because because there was something. Look, I'll be honest. It doesn't take a lot to, you know, dissatisfy me with a book. <laughs> I'm pretty easy. Um, but sometimes I read a book and I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm like, mm, it's, I just don't I don't know why it wasn't really yeah. into it. This was uh, Love in the Wild by someone. Somebody wrote it. Emma Castle. Okay. This is a Tarzan retelling. It's this book right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got a handsome man on the front and he's, he's we got long the hair. We love a book a
1: handsome man in the front. Okay.
0: He's got long hair. And I was like. Listen, I didn't know that I needed our ta- a steamy Tarzan retelling mm-hmm. in my life, but then I realized, like, I actually really have wanted this for a while um, because Tarzan, watching that Disney movie, I was into it. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Yeah. I was reading it, and Tarzan, um, excuse me, I think his name is Thorne in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, she bases it a lot. Now, this author really did her research um, because it is based in the Congo, okay. I believe, in a very specific jungle. There's very specific tribes that she oh. mentions. She really gets into like... The, so um, the main character is going... The, the main heroine is going to photograph gorillas right. that are endangered in this particular environment to poachers. Mm-hmm. She is... With a bunch of tourists and they get attacked by the poachers. Everyone gets killed except (gasps) for her because they, well, they, um, they were caught. Like they ran into the people and they didn't want them to know that they were there. So they just ended up killing all of them. Right. Um, and she almost had, she had a gun to her head. She was almost about to get killed. And then something came out of the trees and, killed all of the poachers um and she looks and it's this man right okay sure okay so tarzan Mm -hmm. tarzan such a sweet baby boy right so sweet he should be so innocent Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know so so anyway he sees he sees um I can't remember her name. It doesn't matter. He sees her and he's like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. He's never seen another human woman before. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. She's everything. I'm going to mate with her. All of this stuff. And so when you are. I feel like when you want a Tarzan steamy retelling, you really want that like animalistic the primal like primal yeah. release the beast yeah. kind of stuff yeah and it just never got there Ugh, it was kind of vanilla
1: <laughs> and i realized i'm like that's so boring <laughs> what, you had the prime what was the point what was the point of it writing it never got there what was the I, point of writing tarzan fan fiction <laughs> without a primal scene
0: There was technically a primal scene and it was like they were in the shower and like he was behind her. That was it. That was the. And like she she mentions like, oh, he released his primal urges. And I was like that. No, he's just he's just getting you from behind, girl. That's it. (laughs) And I just I was like reading it and I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I'm not really into this. Also. A lot of the scenes are from his perspective, which is fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like it I wasn't enough from her perspective. And yeah. I do like to have a little bit of the female perspective side yeah. of things for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I just it just didn't thrill me. There yeah. was like it was so and I feel like this was more this was um <clears throat> This was advertised in my opinion as a like spicy book, and there is spice there, yeah, but it's very um it's very vanilla spice, and I just boring for for a Tarzan retelling I was looking for more mm-hmm. and And then I actually was reading reviews and there was someone that was like, it's not like this book did a better job of this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I won't tell you what the book was because I'm probably going to bring it up in another episode. But yeah, it just was, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. And it just didn't thrill me. And I wanted, I wanted there to be more with Tarzan but um yeah love in the wild it was fine if you're okay if you're like just getting into romances i feel like this is good um but not for me (laughs) yeah yeah i've been ruined
1: yeah when you when you said that thing about it was it was weird because it was like all from his perspective that made me think of the other book i don't know if i I think i was snapchatting you about this a little while ago there was this book that i was or maybe i told you about in person anyway there's this book that i was reading that was like a sci-fi romance where Mm -hmm. they like met in each other's dreams and like they were lovers in their dreams for like years and then they met in real life and they both didn't realize that the other one was like real but the book is told first person her perspective Mm -hmm. first person omniscient Oh, you did tell me about this. Which is really weird in scenes where she's not there. And she's like explaining his inner monologue and like his thoughts about her and like romanticizing her in his head. But it's from her perspective. And it was really weird. And I was sitting here on my phone trying to find this fucking book because I deleted it from my Kindle Unlimited because I wanted to download other books. And now I can't find it. Um... If slash when I find it, we'll um, include a clip right here that'll be like da 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 by da da da. And, and, okay, you know, you know when it's like the, the voice. book title is <laughs> the book title is
0: Forget Me Not by Carissa Kinward.
1: Um, <laughs> I'll find it eventually. Like I said, I I like took it off. My Kindle Unlimited because you can only have 10 books at a time. Yeah. And I had to get rid of stuff. And I was like, I'm not going back to this We
0: talked about this because you were, I was like, well, maybe there's a reason why she's this all-knowing narrator that she somehow knows all of his feelings and thoughts and they never explained it.
1: They, I didn't finish it. Okay. Because I felt like it was also headed toward cheating. Because Uh, she had a boyfriend at the beginning that was, like, not a bad guy. He just, like, wasn't the literal guy of her dreams um, who she didn't realize was real. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And... Yeah, so I felt like it was headed toward cheating. Yeah. And this perspective thing like weirded me out. It didn't feel like there was a reason. And maybe, and maybe I'm wrong. It felt to me like that it was more comfortable for the writer to write in a first person perspective. But they still wanted to show things that happened when she wasn't around. So that's how they decided to write it. And I don't know. For me it was off-putting because it was like it kind of took me out of it every time it was like stuff that she shouldn't know. And it was first it was present tense. It wasn't like you know there's there's enough that you can get away with in this perspective if she's speaking about the past. Like she could have been informed yeah. about this stuff and like his inner monologue and stuff like that after the fact and like yeah. things that happened when she wasn't there after the fact because maybe it's like you know 15 years yeah. down the line and they've been together for they've been married for 10 years and have three kids now and she's telling the story yeah. in hindsight but it was present tense too like she somehow knows all of this information yeah as it's- but she doesn't know <laughs> but she doesn't she's but she doesn't, doesn't know
0: that's so weird
1: yeah it and- really felt like we should have a POV shift or it should have been third person Yeah, no, it kind of, like,
0: you'd love to think that it's this very clever. If I was her editor,
1: I would have said. (laughs) If I was her editor, I would have said, maybe we go to a third-person perspective. No,
0: it kind of gives me the, um.
1: You can't do first-person omniscient unless this is, like, a a story written by, like, a god. Like Tamsin Muir. Yeah. Like, if
0: it was Tamsin Muir. Is that how you say her? If Tamsin
1: Muir, I don't know. I'm. I've always said Tamsin Muir. We're talking
0: about the author of the Locked Tomb series. Yeah. If
1: she, if you know, if you know. she pulled out an electo and she was like, "It's first person on mission, I would be like, "All right," because I trust with Tamsin um, no, that no, there's no, no. at least a reason. <laughs> she doesn't do nothing without a reason. No, and that's, that that's the that only author bitch, I can
0: think of that could get away with that, that stuff because there's a
1: reason. <laughs> I have to like. I have and I have trust. Mm-hmm. The trust is there for me with her. She can get away with more. Yeah. But Katie, I, I was going to say Katie Robert could probably do it to me, but she would never. She would always <laughs> give me both perspectives. Katie's not going to do that. Katie's not going to do that to me. <laughs> Katie, Katie's going to give me everyone's perspective from their own perspective.
0: And this author, I just don't. I just don't I see don't, how that. No, I
1: don't. Get, there was. And the thing is, there was some cute shit in there.
0: Yeah.
1: And but I, at the end of the day, I just couldn't because it fucking weirded me out and took me out of it every time. Yeah. Every time.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I've got I've got another book
1: here. Yeah, and tell this, me about it. This is
0: the one I've told you about. Um, mm. It's the Four Horsemen series.
1: Oh God, yeah.
0: <sighs> this fucking monstrosity of a book. <laughs> okay, so obviously the Four Horsemen. Yeah, pestilence, mm-hmm. uh, war, famine, and death. Right. right? They're all these four men, horsemen, right? Right. And they're all like god-like, right? Right. God um, adjacent Jason, <laughs> and they're all coming to. They they swoop through the world, yeah. And then like power outages happen, all of this stuff, and then they kind of disappear. And then the first book in the series is pestilence coming through. He's kind of going through the United States right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I read descriptions of the other books. The other guys are in other areas of the world. Oh, okay. Um, So, Pestilence, he basically goes through and he rides his horse. And wherever he rides his horse through, people get this horrible, like, boil-like disease. Ew. Like, boils and all this stuff, and they die. Right. And, like, nobody survives... Blah 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 blah, and he just rides his horse through, and he's literally there to destroy humanity, right? It's this point, it's this whole point, yes, yeah, this whole point. Okay, yeah. so we start with uh Sarah, I think is her name, um, and she is like, um, with a bunch with a group of people that are like, We're gonna kill the horsemen, okay, we're gonna try and kill him. And so they draw straws. She draws the shorter straw and she's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to kill him. And they go to like a safe location and she stays and is going to shoot him. So she shoots him, blah, blah, blah. And then he like topples over, his horse topples over and she's like feeling all this guilt and conflict, but she's like, I have to kill this guy. And so she takes like gasoline and she pours it on him and then she lights him on fire and all this stuff. And she's like, okay, he's going to die. And then he doesn't because he's a literal god immortal being yeah. um but and he's like pissed right he's so pissed okay and i'm like this is a this is a good like enemies to lovers start for sure this guy is literally here to destroy humanity and she's trying to save it okay right the thing is <laughs> first of all he has the horrible <laughs> sin of being blonde
1: <laughs> it's fucking terrible it's just
0: terrible that was i don't the other
1: thing about the mafia thing he were they were like his dirty blonde hair and i was like no no, no. i just auto corrected
0: it give me brunette or give me death i yeah. i don't want any You <laughs> can't do blondes
1: no no
0: and she kept she keeps describing him as this beautiful like angel-like face yeah. and i'm like all right he's hot i get it
1: yeah we get it
0: He is insufferable. Uh I kept reading it and I kept going, I'm really curious to see how she's going to turn this around. Um, And I kept reading it and I kept reading it and I kept reading it. And I'm like, this guy is awful and insufferable. (laughs) And he's like this stickler. He's constantly the two things that he constantly drills over and over again are I'm going to make you suffer for what you did to me. Uh-huh. Which is why I'm keeping you alive. Right, obviously. He, she ends up bec- like going along with him on his rides through all these places. Sure. And watching all of these people die. He right. forces her to watch all of these people die, right? Um, So that's the first thing. I'm going to make you suffer constantly uh, for what you did to me. And two, um, humanity deserves this. They all deserve to die. And he's like a stickler for that over and over and over again. And she keeps going, no, like, why are you doing this? And, like, she's watching these people die. They're breaking, they're, like, breaking into people's houses with the family still living there. And he's, like, hanging out. And slowly the family is getting the disease and dying, including, like, these little baby children. And she's, like, she's, like, an EMT, by the way. And so she's, like, trying to, like, (laughs) she's trying to, like, keep them alive. And they're all just dying in her arms and all this stuff and the whole time she's just like hating him, hating him and hating him and hating him and hating him and like it goes on like that for pages oh, God, <laughs> and, it's fucking painful and i'm like i and i finally i was like skip ahead skip ahead One i got to skip a
1: few What's i got to figure out on?
0: when this is going to get better and there are points where like they start to tolerate each other's presence and then there are points where he's like protective of her but it's too slow. It takes him too long. There's a point where he's like, they get, they like start to, he starts to learn about humanity and he starts to go, oh my gosh. And there's a point where he's like, she introduces him to food and he's like, oh, this stuff is actually really amazing. Because he was like on and on about gluttony and mm-hmm. everything. Because that's another thing is he's constantly talking about sin and all this stuff. And it's just triggering me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay 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 and he's like he's going on and on about gluttony and then he tries the food and he's like you know this is actually really amazing and it's worth it's worth eating um and then they get into a fight about something and he goes i'm gonna make you suffer again and so it's snowing it's like a blizzard uh-huh. and he takes her out and he puts her on the horse with him and he's like we're gonna travel in the blizzard and he like takes her coat so she's just Aww. sitting bare and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to make you suffer." And he has this like evil smile they describe. And she's like, and they're right it's in the book it's in the book <laughs> um no but and then that's they're the riding through book, the blizzard yeah and then they're riding through the blizzard and she's obviously like about to pass out because she's freezing she's to death
1: hypothermia, and he's going
0: wait sarah no oh my god i didn't know you were gonna do this i didn't know that you- going could die And then this? he's, like, right. And then they describe, like, he's, like, really running fast on the horse. Blah, 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 blah. And they, like, break into someone's house. And he's, like, help her. Get her by oh the fireplace. This is fucking
1: stupid. It's terrible. Oh, my God. And I'm just sitting
0: here, like, this guy's a moron. He's awful. Okay. So then I'm, like, but surely. Surely there's a point where this is going to turn around. Mm-hmm. And they, I get to the part where they have sex. It's fine. He's talking about how, oh my god, this is glorious, right? Right. Because he's discovering what being a human is like, right? Um, and he's like discovering what sex is like, and he's like, oh my god, this is incredible. And he's like, you know, having his orgasm or whatever. And he's like <laughs> in.
1: He's just in absolute <laughs> or whatever,
0: or whatever, and he's an absolute bliss, right? And then afterwards, this is where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Afterwards, he's like, he's like, you know how how did you like that? Like, was that good for you? And she was like, yeah, it was great. And blah blah blah. And and this is the part I have to read this to you because oh God. this is literally where I was like, no, I can't do this. And it wasn't even like, no, I'll I'll just read it to you. Yeah, please. He tilts his head as a thought comes to him. Have you done it before? He asks, scrutinizing me. Done what? I respond, knowing damn well what he's talking about. Lovemaking. Have you ever done it with another? Er, not lovemaking, per se. Fucking. Pestilence amends, curling his lip a little as he says the word. Have you? Why do I feel like I'm playing catch with a live grenade? Oh, I know, because we're having the exes talk hours after I took Pestilence's virginity. Fuck my life. Or not fucking is clearly getting me into a lot of trouble and i need to stop thinking about that word fucking gah yes i say reluctantly his m- dark mood only worsens of course you have why i expected any better of you as a testament to my cursed idealism oh my
1: god there is nothing that i hate more than um a guy who gives a shit <laughs> if you fucked someone else like obviously like, oh my god and
0: this is where he's just like and he's like oh uh, he continues on he's like is nothing sacred he bellows uh. I was inside you inside you I felt you move around me I gave you my essence and you're treating it all of it as though we merely danced together and then he's like you will not be with another he starts going on about that now in other contexts that could be hot
1: yeah there was there was a book that i read where he was like listen i don't care if you've had sex with um people i don't care if i'm not your first but i'm certainly gonna be your fucking last yeah and and the quote was like basically something along those lines that's paraphrased but um it was something like that and that i was like yeah yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. um, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. Slut shaming is not something I want in a book.
0: No, I don't. Mm, I like mm. I can't believe we're s- this is even a part of it. Like, in the year
1: of our Lord, 2023, I do not want slut shaming in a book.
0: <laughs> and he's like insisting on marrying her and all of this stuff to oh. like, make up for the fact that he gave her. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I can't even. I hate this guy and he has and they have made up and he's not been redeemed. And, and I skipped ahead even to closer to the end of the book. And there were still some points where he was like, of course, they have like a closer relationship and they care more about each other. But like they get injured, they have to go to a hospital and he's still killing people and she's watching people die and i just was like this book is terrible and i it's trash i can't do it so um the four horsemen series don't do it guys don't do
1: it you didn't even read the other 3 but it can't be better i
0: can't it look we've got war famine and death it can't get any better it
1: can't it can't it cannot get better so this is this is by laura famine famine's love interest is like a baker and, um <laughs> <laughs> War's love interest is like a member of the Peace Corps. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> if for I'm sure. right, I'm going to laugh so hard.
0: Oh, yeah. I've never read a book so just absolutely monstrous. It's- Nothing attractive or interesting about the guy. The only thing that was redeeming about him was that he looked like an angel. Yeah. And that was the whole thing.
1: Really? And I she not. kept going,
0: I can't believe I'm attracted to him. I'm like, girl, I can't believe you are either. What are you doing?
1: Literally, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so those are those are mine.
1: Yeah. Those were some of my my worst ones. Others that I read were just kind of mid. Mhm. And like I'm not going to bring something mid to a to a Rex No, I'm not bringing anything less than a 4 to a Rex episode. Yeah. Um but, you know, you win some, you lose some. You got to you got to read some some shit sometimes yeah. to to find those little nuggets yeah of gold in there somewhere yeah. um on uh it, on the good news if anyone is up to date with the dark olympus series by katie roberts the newest the newest installation cruel seduction was it cruel radiance radiant sin cruel Seduction is the next one um that's not out yet um radiance it was sin. really
0: good it was really good
1: Brilliant. i enjoyed it
0: okay katie
1: robert never disappoints <laughs>
0: Um, and I've heard that apparently it's a quote unquote slow burn, it's but a, it's a Katie Robert slow burn. It's a burn. slow
1: burn for Katie Robert. Yeah. It's a slow burn for Katie Robert. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But it, it was, was really good. good. It was
1: good. I enjoyed it. Um, good job, Katie. Good job, Katie. You, you did it again.
0: You did it again, you did it girl. Again.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, go go read some of the go other books that we
0: recommended. Else. Do not read these. Take it as a grain of, take it with a grain of salt. Like if you, of course, if you want to read these, absolutely. But like,
1: just, if you can get past the stuff that we mentioned, give it a try. Let us know if it gets better. <laughs> yeah, like
0: if you finished, if you finished it, like absolutely. Oh, yeah. One thing that I did read about going back to the pestilence book, mm-hmm. somebody was like, if we could have gotten his perspective, I feel like maybe we could have had a better understanding of him. But it was just her perspective. I feel like
1: having both perspectives is like so important. For enemies to lovers? For enemies to lovers specifically. Yeah. But a lot of romance books really benefit from it. But specifically in enemies to lovers because there is a a push and pull there Mm -hmm. that you need to see the inner workings of and where everyone is at. Um, at all times or else it just kind of feels like it's out of nowhere. Um, unless someone is being like super, super clear with their intentions, but usually with enemies to Lovers, we're both sort of being pushed and pulled by it. So I feel like you need it. I don't feel like it's negotiable. I feel like we need a third-person omniscient perspective where we know everything that's going on in everyone's head or we need an alternating POV. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's negotiable in an enemies to lovers. Romance. If there's an enemies to lovers plot happening as a secondary plot in like a fantasy book or something else, then Perhaps. maybe I maybe I don't. But in a romance novel where this is what's driving the plot, i need both anyway thank you so much for coming thank you guys for coming (laughs) thank you so much for coming i hope you liked our fails book fails episode don't trust all those aesthetic videos no they lie to you they will lie to your face they will lie to your face um some of them are good but you gotta you just gotta check yeah you got to you got to listen
0: to our podcast and, and to really know for sure. So
1: many people are are just making aesthetic videos but also authors are trying to promote their books and sometimes they make the aesthetic videos mm-hmm. and you know sometimes authors don't know that it's <laughs> sometimes authors are a little biased. Are, that <laughs> there are problems here. Yeah. Um and Love you guys so much. Read something good tonight. <laughs> read something good.
0: Wash your mouth up with soap because this is. This, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I need to like cleanse. I've read good books since this one. But yeah. It just. Ugh. I I need to get delete these off of my iPad now. Yeah. I've
1: I've downloaded a different mafia romance. And also a werewolf roaming. Oh, hell so yeah. So we'll see how those Hell turn out. yeah. We'll see how those turn out. They did also come from aesthetic <laughs> videos. So we'll see if they lied. All right. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for
0: listening to our show. For more content from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at A Podcast of Smut and Dragons. If you want to follow either of us individually, you can find me, Maggie, on Instagram and TikTok at Tea with Margaret, and Jillian on Instagram and TikTok at Jillian Keishlin Art. Leave us a comment and say hi, guys. We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read. Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us we sound nice. That's all for now, babes. See you in two weeks for our next
1: episode. Okay, scram. Love ya.